0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode, Joshua talks about judgment. When we get to this high perspective where we are, we can no longer hold on to things that we did in the past that were based in fear. At this perspective, where we are among the top perspectives on the planet, we really can no longer pretend we're victims. And therefore, we can't really judge anything. And of course we do. But the idea here is that At this perspective, we really have to think about why we're judging anything because in that judgment, in that comparison to something that you think is bad or even good, this idea is that you're sort of the victim to that. And as we are being more and more the creators of our reality and getting to these higher perspectives, one of the things we have to let go of is judgment, become more neutral, accept that whatever one's going through is for them, that it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with us that no one can create in our reality, that sort of thing. So it's a very interesting conversation and I think you'll really enjoy it. Before we get started, every spring we do a special boot camp for new people. Uh, There's only two boot camps that new people can get into. There's one in the spring and one in the fall. Once you're in a boot camp, you can take it as often as you like. So we have several a year, but we make it special for the spring one and for the fall one for new people as well. So if you'd like to learn about the bootcamp coming up, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. We also have a new basic training starting. They're both starting on the same day on April 10th. So if you don't know which one's right for you, just send me an email and I'll explain it and we'll get together and I'll tell you the differences. We have a retreat coming up May 4th to 8th. We have two spots left, I believe. And if you'd like information that send me a line too, or go to the website, which is theteachingsofjoshua.com. And always remember to like and subscribe and leave a review and all that wonderful stuff. And if you have any questions for me, send me an email and I'd love to hear from you. All right. Without any further ado, let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. We would like to bring up this perspective on your lives as it is now. In the case of those of you who are on this call now or listening a later date, you are among the highest perspectives in the world. Your perspectives are at a point where you can now start to focus on what's really happening in this reality, who you truly are, how this reality comes together for you, what is really happening here. You can play with this game a little more. You can opt out of the illusion caused by fear. You are going to start to feel less and less fear. The fear is not going to take such a big part of your life. You are going to think about who you truly are and how this game is set up why you're here, why you came, what's the purpose of being here, why you would intentionally create a family dynamic that you were born into, a body that you chose, a trajectory, a set of experiences, maybe some obstacles and manifestation events, maybe some confusion, maybe some misbeliefs about who you are some way of comparing yourself to others and worrying about what they thought and trying to prove yourself and trying to live in the old approach to life and make things better and change the conditions and control things. Well, from your perspective now, you can give all that up because you've come to a point where you're ready to embrace a new way of living. This is a new approach to life. It's a life based in love and acceptance rather than fear and control. In this approach to life, you will be a little bit more neutral. You will think a little bit less about what you need, what you want, what you had hoped for, what your ideals are, and your attachments to outcome. And instead, you will think more about this trajectory that you created. Why did you have that childhood? Why did you choose those parents, that name, that body, that time and place of your birth? What's it all for? Well, it's so that you could be here now. It's so that you could. Go through your life and decide for yourself that you wanted to feel better. And that question, how do I feel good? How do I feel better? was the thing that led you here because you were searching and seeking for information, maybe not completely consciously, but because you're highly emotionally sensitive, you knew that there had to be another way. There had to be another way of looking at life and of looking at yourself and of dealing with what other people perceived was good or bad, better or worse, right or wrong. For a lot of you, this didn't make much sense, and it didn't seem like you should be subject to the rules of others or that other people could create in your reality, and of course they cannot. And so you questioned that, and, and because you're emotionally sensitive in comparison to others, it seemed like some people were living much better lives, and some people were living much worse lives, and didn't seem like it was fair And so that question, how do I feel good, led you to whatever course that brought you here. But now that you're here, we ask you to think about that perspective that you're at now. It's very high, but you might look at others and say, if I have such a high perspective, if I have a perspective that's among the highest on earth right now, wouldn't I be living this ideal life? Wouldn't every single thing be working out perfectly for me? Wouldn't I feel good all of the time? Wouldn't I know exactly who I am and what I'm here to do? Wouldn't I receive inspiration all the time and act on that inspiration easily by pushing past fear and doing whatever the inspiration said? We said, well, you've come to a high enough perspective where you can intellectually understand that idea. You're also uh, comparing yourself to what you believe is happening outside of you. And of course, this is, a remnants of the old approach to life of victimhood and fear and control. The remnants of that life is just basically a misperception. It's not true. You cannot compare yourself to anyone else. You have no idea what they're feeling, what they intended, what the life they're living, how they perceive themselves, how they perceive you, how they perceive the world around them. You might think they're living a good life and they may seem content on the surface, but... If you could spend a few minutes in their body feeling what they feel with your high emotional sensitivity, you would not be able to stand it. You would not tolerate it. You would leave quite quickly. You would really understand what's going on for most people. It's a life of mundane confusion, discontent, dissatisfaction, and basically a fog. They are living in a routine They're making the common errors of judgment. They are trying to protect and control themselves constantly. They are thinking of ways to improve themselves, their conditions, the world around them. And that is all well and good. It's part of this process of ascension. To know who you are, you must spend a little time discovering who you're not. And that is a perfectly fine way to do it. Since you've reached this level now, though, we ask you to think about what would it be like if you were at the highest perspective of the world and that you really realized this, and that you really understood the wonderful thing about this, that you also realize that you are emotionally sensitive, that you came in with rebirth intentions, that you have fulfilled those intentions? And that from this point forward, there is no going back. There's no changing your mind. There's no moving towards the old approach to life. There's no possible way you can go it to a lower level. You cannot be consumed by more fear. You cannot be swayed that things are not working out for you. You've come to this conclusion. And then you might realize that how did you get here? Out of all the people on the planet, how did you get here? You can't see how you got here. You got here through life after life after life, raising your perspective in each life, raising your perspective in each life, gaining more power, more understanding, more interest, getting better and better and better planning this life and and knowing really what you wanted and, and how best to set up your intentions and your situation and the time and date of your birth and all these things to come to this point, this point at this very interesting time in history, this point where... Many, many, many people are beginning the awakening process, yet you're here already. So with this conclusion that you're at a very high perspective, yet confused by the conditions that seem to be less than what you would call ideal, and that there still could be improvement. And this is simply a misunderstanding of who you are and how this works and what's really happening on on this planet and in your life. So if you could relax a bit, appreciate the fact that you're at this perspective, that you're resonating with this information, that you're incorporating much of it into your lives, that you're starting to see things much more clearly, that you can see when other people are in fear, and then you can understand that when they're in fear, they're going to receive urges and act on those urges and make decisions based on a limited perspective. The choices, actions, and decisions, the inspiration, the ideas that are available to you now are not available to others because of your high perspective. Those living at more limited perspectives have very limited choices and decisions and actions that they can take. And they often take those because that's all that's available to them. If you were to step up your perspective, you would gain access to even higher quality thoughts and actions, even higher quality decisions and choices. Choices made in alignment with who you truly are with how this reality works, with what's really going on here. To understand where you are now and that perspective that you hold that is so high, you have to question anytime you judge anything. Because at this level, where you are, judgment is still based in fear. It's still based in victimhood. It's still based in wanting things outside of you to be different than they are, in wanting you to be different than you are, and in thinking that if you could change the conditions, you'd feel better. At this level where you are, you have to realize that how you perceive anything is up to you. And by judging something, whether you judge it as good or bad, you are saying to the universe, I still am in this area where I perceive myself as a victim, where I perceive that only if things were different, I'd feel better. It's time for you now to take control of those feelings. You take control of those feelings by looking through the illusion, looking through the fear, looking through what everyone else is seeing as real, and seeing behind that a reality that they cannot see, but you can perceive it, you can understand it. If something wonderful happens in your life, you simply say, that's evidence of my higher perspective. Nothing more than that. If something you don't like happens, you simply say, that's a manifestation event pointing out this limiting belief that is causing me to see that as wrong or bad. That's all it is. Nothing is happening to you. Everything's happening for you. You created this life perfectly designed for you to reach this perspective. You've reached this perspective. So you created it perfectly. You can see that. From a human perspective, you might look back and say, oh, this was bad, this is wrong, this should have been different than it is, I should have made this choice instead of that choice, I should never have done that, that led to this and that and the other thing, but then it led you here. So everything that you've done was perfect, you've made no mistakes whatsoever. Every decision was based in that perspective, you had the time, and that perspective was always leading you to your current perspective. Going forward, everything you do will lead you to an even higher perspective. And this is really the game. Can you see yourself as the creator of your reality? Can you see yourself as one with all that is, as source, as love? Can you accept that from your non-physical perspective of great wisdom, great understanding, great experience, that this time, this life for you, you created it perfectly? Well, if you could see that, then the life becomes easy because every experience you'll ever have is laid out for you. And your choice will be to see it in a way that brings you joy or brings you pain. Every single experience you have the way to navigate this life from where you are now, which is going to be moving more rapidly going to be manifesting more experiences, more things, more adventures, more manifestation events is to see it all as a gift, all as perfect. Anything that happens is perfect. For you to hold on to any fears now or any judgments or any beliefs that things could be wrong or bad is going to weigh you down, is going to make it more uncomfortable. Because in this reality where you exist now, things are happening faster, which means you'll have things coming up, experiences coming up in your life, And if you're holding judgments or resentments or regrets, they have to be flushed out. To move to where you're all headed, all of you, you'll have to let go of the old remnants of a belief system that allowed you to get here, but is no longer serving you. When we say unconditional, we mean it does not matter what the conditions are. They cannot make you feel good. So, don't try to change them. Because if you do, you'll be playing around and messing around and proving to the universe that you're holding on to this belief system that does not serve you. And the universe is gonna bring you manifestation events to point those out. Why not look at those now and say, why would I judge this as bad or wrong? Why would I even judge it as good or right? It doesn't matter anymore. Nothing matters anymore. Nothing is serious. Now, of course, There'll be some things that you want to consider serious and you want to play with those, and that's fine. Just remember, you're playing with it. It is not real. You can use something as an excuse to feel good or bad, but that's going to soften. You're not going to get as excited. You're not going to be bumping up and down and up and down. You're going to be even keeled. When we talk about perspective, we're talking about every single area of your life where you see it all as the creator, as opposed to the victim. You are able to raise your perspective in every area of your life. A lot of you have set up, and Gary set up, a life where he was saddled with limiting beliefs about himself, limiting beliefs about others, and limiting beliefs about the world around him. That created this perfect trajectory. But if he looks back at his life, he can see that none of that applied. It was never true. It was all part of the process of building a trajectory, the trajectory that led him to where he was able to start meditating, start receiving us, start writing books, start thinking in a new way, and eventually where he is right now. Where he is right now is a place where he could never have imagined he would arrive to. With so much satisfaction, so much joy, so much ease, so much fun going on, a life that is everything he wanted. Yet he's still worrying, he's still thinking about things, he's still judging to an extent. But now he's doing it with a bit of humor because he knows underlying all of this is a pathway to more and more and more. And he realizes that on his pathway to more and more and more, at this level, he has to play by the rules of this new game. No longer can he be up and down, up and down, up and down. He can't tie anything to what's happening outside of him, whether that is from his perspective, good or bad. If he gets a huge check in the mail, if he wins the lottery, he'll have to say to himself, okay, I understand that this is exciting, but the money doesn't mean anything, it's immaterial. Who knows what that money's gonna bring? Who knows if it's gonna make things better? Who knows? You think you know, but if you would research those who won big fortunes and what happened to them, you would soon discover that there was a lot of extra stuff with that. A lot of manifestation events and a lot of confusion and a lot of distraction. Release yourself from the distraction of the outside conditions, whatever they are. Release yourself from having to control anything, especially yourself. You are perfect as you are. When you get this idea, that's an incredibly high perspective. You've been told you're imperfect. You've been told everyone's imperfect. You've been told the whole planet is imperfect. But if you were to zoom out, Million miles and look at this planet through a telescope, you would marvel at the perfection of the planet, the distance of the sun, the distance to the moon, the distance to the other planets, the way it perfectly revolves, the way it perfectly spins, and how beautiful it is. It's always been perfect. Sure, there's fear. You have to worry about certain things. You're not given all the information. You don't know what exists after when you transition, you don't know all these things and you have a built-in survival instinct. But beyond that is all these irrational fears that humans carry around. And it weighs them down, weighs them down into the lower perspectives. These irrational fears that are not true. They are remnants of old civilizations, of old stories that do not apply now. This is the time of awakening awakening to the power of who you are those of you listening now you not anyone else on this call you are an incredibly high perspective and the proof of that is that you're here now you could not be here listening to this information if you were not at the high perspective because that this high perspective is what allows you to understand these words you think these words would be understandable by anyone it's not true They would not make sense. Their belief system of most people right now would not allow for these words to penetrate that belief system, that mental construct. You're playing with the ideas. That's the evidence. That's the proof. You're contemplating things. You're thinking of things in a new way. All of you are. You're considering yourselves from a much more elevated perspective than you had previously. This perspective, while you still have deep emotion, you still feel things, allows you to choose your perception of anything. You can choose to see a rainy day as nourishing the plants and animals. You don't have to be upset by that anymore. You don't have to reflexively choose a position that is in opposition to what's really happening. You can choose a position, a point of view, that everything is good, everything is working out, everything is perfect, everything is as it needs to be in this moment for me to go on my journey of self-discovery and then become the most expansive, brilliant, fun, interesting, loving version of me I've ever been. When you start to see things in this perspective, that Nothing matters. Money does not matter. Outside conditions do not matter. Security does not matter. No one can create new reality. Only you can. There are no limitations other than those you oppose upon yourself. Everything is up to you. It's not by the choices you make now from this perspective, because that's already set. It's by choosing in each moment. To move to the highest perspective you can within your belief system, the highest perspective that your beliefs will allow. You've chosen all of you to allow those beliefs to become more valuable. You are not protecting yourself by thinking less of yourself. You are not avoiding anything by playing it safe. You are not keeping anything away by fearing it. You are not doing anything other than choosing to move up in perspective or to resist that movement up. You've all designed this life to move up and up and up. But in doing so, you had to live in this physical reality. You had to adapt all of these beliefs. You had to play the old game for a while. You had to feel discomfort in being inauthentic. And you had to say at some point, I want to feel better. How do I feel better? Now that you're here, you can realize that all those beliefs are not worth anything. That now you can choose the beliefs you want to hold on to. You have what we call empowering beliefs, and they have led to the incredible, wonderful lives that you're all living now. You have limiting beliefs that tell you that you're not getting what you want, that things should be different, that you should be different, that you should improve in some way. And you believe that by holding these beliefs that are not true, it'll make you get better somehow. It'll force you to be nice and play by the rules and rely on others for what you need. You are self-contained, you are whole, you are perfect as you are, you are responsible for the creation of everything in your reality, your ability to maintain this perspective and allow yourself to get to higher and higher perspectives will create a reality that conforms to that. When you receive inspiration, that inspiration is perfect for you at your perspective. It'll always come with a bit of fear because Who you think you are is what is holding you in place. But if you think about who you could be, if you play this game as we describe it, you can't know what that is. You can't have an ideal for it. You can't even imagine it. But if you just held that concept, what could I be? If I let go of these old beliefs about who I think I am, and how I think I should behave and how I think this reality works. If I just let those go, let's soften them, soften them, soften them, and then realize that all the inspiration you receive is going to do what it did to Gary. Set you up in a bunch of experiences where you can see yourself even better and where you can accept everything fully as for you. When you start to accept everything fully as for you, When you take that perspective, when you allow your mental construct to resonate with these higher ideas of what's possible, but not be tied to what you think should happen or what you think you might even like, let all that go and just let this ride take you to the unimaginable, a few things happen. You move to a new level where you might have thought from your pre-birth perspective that this could be possible in this time, that all of the systems are going to come in place to allow you to communicate and to create new things and have new ideas. All of this would be set up for you. And you come to a level where at this higher perspective, higher than any human has ever reached before, that you'd be open, so open to inspiration. So open to the idea of the unimaginable. So open to the idea of you could be, have, and do anything. That you would take more inspiration, act on more inspiration, accept more inspiration. Remove yourself from the urges, you reach what we call alignment. Remove yourself from the fear, you are connected to your inner self. That inner self knows exactly how to put you in situations to uncover limiting beliefs through manifestation events or to have experiences that raise your perspective even more. Now, the experiences that you think are wonderfully incredible and spectacular, why you think they're spectacular is because they are resonating at such a high level, and you've met that level vibrationally. And it's amazing. It feels great. But what it's really doing is it's enhancing your perspective even more. So when you're at this perspective where you are and you accept inspiration, it will often lead to these wonderful experiences that bring you joy. But what's really happening is you see yourself as worthy of these experiences. Some of them no human has ever experienced before. Some of them is synchronicity, is is pure bliss, is pure joy, is excitement and exhilaration. And that raises your perspective which makes you available to even more of these experiences and takes you out of the fear and out of the illusion to another degree altogether. We're excited by what's happening at this time. We're excited by the possibility of the lives you're leading. Yet we want to remind you that by holding on to these beliefs that you think are keeping you safe, these beliefs that are ingrained in this culture of yours and the society of yours, and these ideals and attachments to outcomes and and worry and concern, and wishing things were different, and hoping you could improve somehow. All of that fluff, when that is removed, you now become who you truly are, which is limitless. You are limitless. You are fully connected to all that is. You have access to information and streams of thought at the highest, highest level. You have access to Choices and decisions and actions based in a new perception of reality, a new way of thinking that is not accessible to other humans. You are accessing something new. What those new ideas are, are beyond the scope of human imagination. They are not for making money or being famous or building things. They are for simply that experience. That perception, that perspective of you in that experience. What does that mean? Has this ever been done before? Has this ever happened before? The universe is set up for the new. Most human experiences is similar to others that have happened time and time and time again. But at this time, in this time in your history, where you are now, there's many, many, many of you who are on the verge of experiencing this physical reality, this earth reality in a new way, in a way that is impossible to describe, in a way that you could not imagine until you experience it. When you start to experience these unimaginable things happening in your life, you're gonna say, this world is more fantastic than I ever thought before, than I ever thought was possible. This world has more going on in it than anyone can see. This world has more opportunity, more value, more ways to feel and express and give than anyone knows. And you're right on the cusp of it. You're right there at that line. But the way to get there is to realize that you've come here for that experience, which is new. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Yes, Joshua. Harold. Yes, this makes a lot of sense. It seems to me that I'm exactly here where you described the God and notice the but There is a big difference between what I know and what I feel. And the gap seems to bring me constant fear. Because I always have to go back to oh, why do I experience this? Why do I see this? Ah, this must be the higher perspective. This isn't, this, is and this. And that I see it must be something just stuck in my vibrations. The fear is there. Always. And with with no apparent reason, just what I can think of is that I don't trust the universe enough. That is a wonderful question. This is the question we were specifically addressing, that from the highest perspective where you are now, there's still this fear. There are still these limiting beliefs. There's still this reservation, this doubt, You were born with a very intense survival instinct, an intense reaction to fear or relationship with fear. This was necessary for humans to get where they are now. Without that survival instinct, if you were to be born in this reality, you would probably not make it. Have you ever noticed how humans take 18 years to develop? Some would say 25 years. Some would say 50 years if you really thought about it. This is an interesting thing. If you look at other animals that are often running the day they're born, but not humans, humans are having a different kind of experience here, a different level. So, in order to ensure that they could develop, the survival instinct had to be relatively intense and for good reason. Yet, if you were to look at rational fears, fears revolving around some possibility of imminent death or harm physically, most of the time, those things happen occasionally in most people's lives. Once a year, once every couple of years, and it prevents them from doing things that would lead to a return, a premature return to the non-physical. But that carries over into these irrational fears. It's feels sort of the same. And humans tend to believe that kind of fear is a good thing. It's responsible for helping them mingle within the culture and adapt and conform, and these things that humans have prized over the centuries. When you were in a tribe, you had to be a part of that tribe, or you could be kicked out, and if so, you'd it would be certain death. So, the history of humans has this belief in it that if you do not conform, if you do not play your role, if you are acting outside of the norms of that society, that tribe, you could face certain death. Therefore, it's a rational fear, but you're not there anymore. Now, you have to understand that those fears are built into the system. You don't consciously recognize when they're being transferred to you, it's subtle as a child, it's things your parents say, things your teachers say, things the society says in general. You adopt this belief system that if you're rejected, if you fail, if you make a mistake, if you make a wrong choice, wrong decision, if you are too out of the norm, if you're too authentic, you could be cast out of the society. Not true anymore it does not matter. If you look at it rationally, intellectually, you can see that those who are opting out of the normal system or those who are experiencing things beyond what the average person could imagine. You can see great value in being authentic. But you will also know for sure that you personally will feel intense fear. If you can intellectually understand that that's an irrational fear, you can live with it. You can simply say, sure, that fear is built into me, it's been there for a while, there's been some momentum, it's a belief system that I have, but it's only limiting me if it is causing me not to act on inspiration. You can have that sense of fear that there's not enough money in the bank, but you have to realize that as you raise your perspective, you become more sensitive to your feelings. Think about this in another way. Why are humans so emotional? Why would you all choose to come with even higher emotional sensitivity? Why would society say that emotions are not helpful, that they're signs of weakness? Because if you are emotional in this society, You are acutely aware of how you're choosing to perceive it. If you're not emotional, then it's much easier to play the rules by the old game and dream of some ideal and live a certain way and do your best and control conditions. But there's not much more you can do. If you're hypersensitive, you're going to feel that fear. You're going to feel that emotion just telling you that you're not 100% there, but you never will be. Because you have to understand that that survival instinct, this belief that you're not the craver reality, this is embedded within you. It's embedded within you as a mechanism. Imagine a, a rubber band. And as you stretch away from the norm, away from what the common belief is, it's going to try to pull you back. Yet it's not real. It's just a sense, just a feeling. It does not have to limit you. Now, many beliefs that cause you a bit of angst, you can intellectually look at the subject and say, that's not wrong, it's just for them. You can choose a perception, yet the fear is still in there. It's never going to get the fear away, but it will soften it, soften and soften it. What you need to think about, what we're explaining, is that if you come to more of the state of alignment, where you've been intellectually choosing to perceive what you might have thought is wrong or might have feared as somehow good, somehow right, somehow part of the process, you've come into alignment or much closer to alignment, enough so that you can receive inspiration. When you receive inspiration and a fear comes up, then that's when the belief becomes limiting. If you go and see, okay, there's a war going over there and you don't feel good about it. and You feel a little bit queasy about what could escalate from that war. It's not really limiting you. But when you receive inspiration and a specific fear comes up, oh, I can't do that. Or I don't want to do that. or I don't have money for that. Or, I don't have time for that and you do not act, that's where the limitations are. If you get comfortable being a little bit uncomfortable and not needing to clear it all up, because here's what's going to happen. As you raise your perspective, you'll become more sensitive. Even though you've opted out of more fear, the remnants of the fear will still feel like fear. So you could raise your perspective twice as high as where you are now, which means your emotional sensitivity will be much more in tune with what's going on. You'll need it more. You'll want it more. You'll pay attention to it more. But the underlying belief that you're not the creator of your reality will bring up ears. Your little ego will say, be safe and take care and don't do this thing. And you'll have doubt. But the doubt that you have that is resonating with you now the concern the underlying fear it is much 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 less intense than in the average person even though you're more sensitive and aware of it even though you're identifying it and paying attention to it you can't know how other people feel if you judge how you feel in any way as wrong or bad it's not going to be of any benefit it's not going to be of any service to you but what have you said You know, this feeling of fear that I have, it's part of this life. It's not that bad. It's not wrong. It just keeps me aware. Let's me know how I'm thinking. I don't have to get rid of it. I don't have to get out of that fear or out of that, what you would call, concern or worry or doubt altogether. It's a practice. And if I can get a bit comfortable with it so that I'm not trying to change it, I'm living with it, I'm accepting it, I'm playing with it, I'm feeling it. Humans come with a emotional sensitivity to some degree. The more you have, the more you feel. This earth reality provides for feelings that are not available anywhere else. The feeling of fear and the feeling of joy are feelings. They're neutral. You call joy, joy, because you attach something that you thought was good happening when you felt this feeling. That's why you call it good. And you call any negative emotion bad because you attach something that you judge as bad happening and you felt that feeling. So you've learned that these feelings over here, which are attached to what you believed in the past was a bad thing, feel bad. And these feelings over here, which you attach to a good thing, feel good, yet they're all neutral. If you can say, it's interesting that I can feel. It's interesting that there are all these feelings to be had in this reality. That this reality is a huge, expansive, creative, feeling reality. And there's so much feeling to be had here. And all feeling is good. All feeling is wonderful. All feeling is an indication of your perspective at any moment. All feeling is guidance. And all you're ever doing is feeling something. You don't have to get out of the feeling, but you can play with this idea a little bit and say, what if that feeling wasn't associated with something bad happening? If you were neutral, if you didn't say good, bad, better, worse, right, wrong, and you had a feeling... You would just say, oh, that's an interesting feeling. I like that feeling. You wouldn't be attached to what it meant or how it made you feel. You would say, I felt this feeling, isn't that wonderful? And a feeling of fear and a feeling of joy are not that different. If you were to remove your labels of it or your conditioning of it, of course you have that conditioning. So play with this idea. Intellectually is awesome. Intellectually is proof of a high perspective. But when you start to feel the emotion of something, good or bad, doesn't matter, and just think about, oh, that is an interesting feeling, then you remove yourself from any dilemma, and that elevates your perspective even more. So where you are now is it a high perspective. Where you're going is at a higher perspective. These questions you're asking are helping everyone to look at all of this stuff from a new vantage point. No one's ever been here before. No one's ever asked these questions before. No one's ever perceived the reality this way before. It's all new. You're blazing the trail. People will listen to this question for years to come. They will say, this is interesting. I never thought about emotions or feelings this way before. I never thought about fear this way before. I never imagined if I thought of myself as the creator of my reality, that I would still feel fear. I always imagined that once I got to that level, the fear would go away. Now I know that other people at that high perspective are also feeling fear. So there's nothing wrong with me. It's common. It's part of it. It's a part of the process. And there's no reason to get rid of it, because in this attractive reality, there is no getting rid of anything, but there is accepting of everything. And if you can accept how you feel from this perspective, in a new way, in a new level, it's going to make it easier. It's gonna make it more fun. It's gonna make yourself feel better about where you are. And this is the key. All of you have an ideal. You came to this information. You said, how do I feel good? You studied and took courses and read books and watched videos and listened again and again and again. And you always thought that once you got this information, that it would change the conditions. It would change the relationships. It would bring in more money. It would make things easier. And you would feel better. What if you felt better in your relationship to all the things that existed now and saying, I don't have to remove myself from any of it. I don't have to remove the fear in order to feel better. I can create a new relationship with that fear, a new understanding of how that works and why it's important and why it's there and why it's necessary. If I were to say to anyone, do you feel fear? They wouldn't understand what you're saying because they can't feel it the same way you feel it. But if you said to anyone, could you accept that everything in your life is perfect right now, the way you feel right now, how you look at life right now, where you're going, where you've come from, what is happening, very few people would accept that. And if you could say to yourself, well, I'm coming more to this idea of accepting that, which means I'm going to accept how I feel now. And I'm going to understand that because I cannot feel what other people are feeling, that how I feel now is not a sign of whether I'm doing things well or not or progressing well or not. It's that I'm acknowledging it and I'm understanding it's also perfect. Thank you, Joshua. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. It's Karen. Karen! Um, with everything you're saying, I, I get the idea of perfection on a personal level, but I find myself as you were talking and you touched on it a tiny bit talking about our planet, talking about the health of mother earth, climate crisis, global you know, pollution, plastic in our oceans. From your perspective, could you talk about that please? Every single aspect of this planet, every grain of sand, every human being, every animal, every virus, every particle of air, everything is perfect. It's in the right place at the right time, in motion, creating experiences, creating perspectives, creating new opportunities, new possibilities. The choice is from the individual perspective. You might say, if you accept it as perfect, it will never change. You might say, if this factory is polluting and I accept that that is perfect, they're never gonna stop polluting. I have to do something. Well, why don't you go to the beach and why don't you walk in the sand, And why don't you notice that there is a hole? And why don't you spend your time filling up the hole? And then the tide comes in and makes another hole. You have no control over the tide or the beach or the sand. But if you want to say that that hole in the beach is wrong, that tiny little hole is wrong, and spend your time filling it up. And if that brings you joy, we say, spend all of your time doing that. Gary and Christy were joking about those little things on people's desks where they can rake the sand and it calms them. If that calms you, wonderful. If it thrills you to go up against the factory and challenge them in court and win, and that's satisfying to you, that is wonderful. Guess what? It's satisfying to someone. And if that factory didn't pollute, and if no one complained, That person who would gain such satisfaction from that process would be missing something. Everything is working out perfectly. When you believe that you must know and control and keep your hands in all of it, well, you're just going to be distracted. There's nothing wrong with that, though. It's expansive. But if you're looking at what's wrong and you're pouring energy into that, you're in the vibration of wrong. You could spend all your life in the vibration of wrong and you would have an expansive life, but it wouldn't be no fun. It would not accomplish anything. You would be better off trying to hold firm the rotation of the earth instead of trying to fix it. You can't do that. Where you are now is a perspective in time. We'll say 100 years, 100 years of experience. You've adopted beliefs that have been carried over for centuries that don't apply anymore. You've adopted beliefs about what it is to be a good human or a caretaker of the planet. It's 100 years. This planet's been around for a lot longer than that. A million years from now, what's the planet going to be like? Perfect. It's perfect in every moment. There's no imperfection in the entire universe. You get on a spaceship and go millions of light years. And along the way, you could see perfection in everything, or imperfection in everything. This is a wonderful human quality. You might believe that it's natural, that part of being human is to focus on the problem. We say it's part of the system and it's perfect also. The illusion caused by fear makes it seem as if there's something outside of you, which allows you to investigate it and explore and have experiences. If you could think just in those terms, I'm here to have an experience. My experience is dictated by my perspective. If I perceive things as wrong, that's a limited perspective and I will have a limited experience. I will be in more fear because fear exists in the limited perspectives. I have another choice, a dangerous choice, a choice that most people will never take. I have a choice to actually see perfection instead of imperfection. It's left or right. You have a choice just because no one else is doing it. doesn't mean it's not a choice. It is a choice. If you said, okay, I spent my whole life looking at problems, trying to control things, feeling fear, feeling bad, feeling negative emotion, and I like that, we say keep doing it, but you're not here because you like that. You're here because there's got to be a better way to go about this whole thing. Just because everyone else is complaining and whining and looking at imperfection doesn't mean you have to. If we were to take you out into space, looking at the earth from that perspective, And from that perspective, if we were to tell you that we know exactly what's going on with every particle on this planet, exactly with every life, with every human, with all their pre-birth intentions, with exactly the life that they wanted to live, just look at it. Look at the mother strolling her children. Look at the businessman making a deal. Look at people on a road trip or on a vacation. Look at someone winning an award. Look at all the people doing something productive and they feel good about it. Look at the people buying houses and buying cars and feeling prosperous. Look at all that. Just that, 90% would be wonderful and 10% would be what you call not so wonderful. The vast majority of experience on this planet is wonderful. Wake up in the morning and analyze every moment of your day. Take it in chunks of five minutes. Okay, this five-minute time period, from the time I woke up, objectively, was it good or bad? Now, we are not proposing that you maintain this dualistic view of reality, but if you objectively looked at everything, you would notice that of your 18 hours awake, you would experience 95% of it as very good, as wonderful, objectively. But what happens is, and this is product of a belief system, product of a society, product of the ascension itself of humanity, is that in order to advance, you notice what was wrong. If you were to go back 300 years into the life you live then, you might have been in a farm, never traveling more than 25 miles from your house for where you were born, living a simple life with family, with the neighbors, with the community, reading a paper that had a way of describing the world that you couldn't imagine. And you would be more or less thinking that, well, I hope it rains here because the crops have to come in, and I hope we can afford a, another horse and It would be nice if the cow had a baby this year. That would be the scope of your life. As you progress to where you are now, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. You're tapped into pretty much all of the information, anything at your fingertips. If you want to go down that rabbit hole, you can. Anything, any subject. If you want things to get better, you can look at something to fix. There's a lot of it. It's a complicated life. Your 300-year-old life, that life back then, if brought to this life, would be blown away. would be so overwhelmed that they could not think of anything. It would be a completely different type of human. So you're aware of all this input all around you. Some of it brings fear, but most of it is wonderful. But that little annoyance that brings fear, you want to snap that out. If I could just stop that, sure, you stop that one thing, there's going to be another thing, and there's going to be another thing, and there's going to be another thing. And this is how most people live their lives, trying to iron out wrinkles in a otherwise pressed fabric. That little wrinkle over there that does not matter is what gets all the attention, rather than the entire tablecloth that is beautiful. This is... Part of this process. You cannot ascend without it. Ascension is coming to the realization that I have no control, nor actually would I want to control anything. See all these dictators, they get obsessed with this control and they can't maintain it. They have a perspective. I know better than everyone else. Things should be like this. And they have an iron fist and they try to stamp out every little rebellion and every little issue. And it gets worse and worse and worse until they're deposed in the most horrible way. When you get this power to control, which you all have to such a high degree, when you get that power to control, you want to exercise it. And it never leads to anything you want because control is based in fear. The desire to fix something, the vast majority of the time, You're in what you perceive as a problem, yet the problem is always an illusion. Always, every time. You might see someone who's struggling with something and you say to yourself, oh, if I could only help them, if I could only help them see the light of their misery, of their problem, if I could only help them see it in a new way, they'd feel better. Yet you cannot. You might give insights to those who are ready for some information, you might offer something, but you cannot snap your fingers and change their lives because their lives are designed to have the experiences they experience. Now, we all know that those experiences could be had in joy, but they're not ready for that yet. They have to go through this to get where you are. You now, even though it sounds irresponsible, even though it sounds like you do not care, Even though it sounds like you're avoiding the problem, you're not avoiding the problem. You're looking at the problem from a proper perspective. From a perspective that says, I have no control over that. What am I going to do? Clean up the oceans myself? What am I going to do? This, that, the other thing? This is not mine to control. There are millions of people who will go into that because in that problem, there'll be those who elevate out of it, and have access to some cool idea. Some cool idea that'll change the landscape. Doesn't mean it'll change the conditions, because the conditions can always be seen from the positive or the negative. Those looking at everything from the negative will be buried in problems. Those looking at it from the positive will be questioning themselves. Those looking at it in neutrality and saying, everything is right. There's no wrong anywhere in the universe. Everything is working out perfectly, perfectly for what? Perfectly designed so that each human has an opportunity to spend time exploring the inauthentic version of themselves. Then come to this conclusion at some point that they don't feel good and there must be a way to feel good. Then they start being inspired and they start finding information And they start having doubts. How can this be? This can't be the way it is. This makes no sense because the perspective is not there yet, but it will be because they'll come back and they'll come back and they'll come back. And each time they gain more, their soul expands and then they'll be ready. Maybe in a hundred lifetimes, maybe in one lifetime, depending on where they are how their intentions were set up, what else they were here to explore. But in a culture that teaches you that you must be on guard for what is wrong because this has kept you alive as humanity, as a species, there's a lion over there that is wrong. That lion ate somebody. That is wrong. We have to create something to protect ourselves from the lion. Well, there's no lions anymore where you are. There's none of that. You can think in a new way, not an old way. When you do, you'll be confronted by beliefs that you adopted. And there'll be a period of time to get used to the idea that to look for perfection rather than imperfection is not doing a disservice to the planet. It's based in love. And what you're doing actually is pouring love into this planet, 99.9% of the population is operating in fear, little bits of love, lots of fear, focusing on imperfection, focusing on what's wrong, trying to control things, trying to make things different than they are living an approach that does not work has never worked. And they know it doesn't work. Yet they believe that that's how they should approach life. That belief is not true. It's simply limiting So then you come to hear of this ridiculous idea that there is no wrong. And that was always given to you as a fundamental basis of your perception of reality. Of course, there's wrong. Of course, there's bad. I can give you a million examples of it. No, you can't. You can only give examples of judgment. You can only give us examples of what you would like to change in the outer conditions. But you're perfect. If you are choosing to see things in that way, that is perfect for you. That's part of your path. That's going to lead to expansion. It's fine. But where all of you are at this perspective, there's another way to look. The truth is, it's always been perfect. The truth is, it's perfect now. The truth is, it's always, always will be perfect. And if you choose to look for perfection rather than imperfection, guess what? It's obvious. You'll feel better. Of course, there'll be nagging doubts. Sure. Of course, there'll be lingering elements of a no-belief system, sure. But that is fear, and this is love, and that's your choice. Everything is your choice based in love and fear. Is this a judgment based in fear, or is this acceptance based in love? I accept where the planet is. I accept the power of this planet, the magnitude of this planet, the intelligence of this planet the vibration of this planet. This planet is not vibrating in a limited perspective. This planet is pure love, every aspect of it. And it was all designed for you so that you could play with these ideas to discover that you actually are at the same vibration as this perfect planet. That's why you're here, you couldn't be here otherwise. Now you're not keeping up with that vibration, but you were the day you were born, perfect vibrational match to a perfect planet. And the day you were born, you knew that this planet was fine and perfect, and everything was perfect. And then you learned imperfection. You couldn't know imperfection had you not learned it. Had you learned perfection, had you been taught Everything is perfect. Had you been taught from day one that any judgment of anything as wrong is based in fear, and the fear is an illusion, you don't need to buy into it. Had you been taught that, we would not even be necessary. We would remain in our domain in the non physical and continue to cheer you on. But you asked us to come, all of you. And that's why we're here. You asked us to show you how to feel better. And that's with the truth. What is based in love is true. What is based in fear is the illusion. The illusion is necessary so that you can find the truth. So the illusion is as beneficial, as important, as necessary as love. But now where you are, at your perspective, you can say, is this idea based in love? Is this idea based in fear? If that chemical plant wasn't leaking into the lake, you'd have nothing to fear, and you would let it continue. If you didn't know it was leaking chemicals into the lake, you wouldn't do anything. But because you have some information, you get to choose a perspective. This is right, this is wrong. If you choose to believe it's wrong, you're in a vibration of fear and not in the vibration of the solution, of love, of everything you want. So think about, is this idea based in fear? Is it based in love? Can I take my perception and choose love, even though it seems like it's not going to work? Seems like that is a fairy tale. Seems like that's all unicorns and rainbows. Seems like it's a whole bunch of holy moly. But how can I perceive this reality in a way that seems at least more truthful for me? it'll always be love. And you know that in your heart, you'll feel it. This process will take a little time, but when you play with it and practice it for just a little while, you'll notice great change. You'll have a lot more inspiration. You'll have intuition. You'll know things. You'll be tapped into the slipstream where all the true information exists because now you're operating in truth. And then you'll be offering words, actions, thoughts of love. And that's what helps. Not the planet. Planet doesn't need it. But everyone else who's living on the planet. This is why you've come. This is why you're all here. This is the service you're offering. To be examples of those who are not playing by the old rules and not mired in fear and not allowing the fear to... Cause them to live the life that they did not intend to live. Yes, you're different. Yes, you're going to have to be counter to what everyone else thinks. And that is a little scary. But you came here for that. You signed up for that, all of you. You said, I will not play in the illusion anymore. And I don't serve anyone by agreeing with them that things are wrong or bad. It doesn't help anyone. It's not love. I came to express love. And in that love, I align with the truth. I align with the truth of this planet, of this environment, of this solar system, of this universe. This entire thing is love. Your love, its love, resonate with that love, and you'll see it. You'll start to see it. It will make sense to you because it is the truth. That's why you're here. That's why we're here. And that's why for now we are complete. Thank, thank you, you Joshua. Uh, Joshua. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Have a wonderful week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you too, thank you. Yeah, these uh, n- latest Joshua lies are getting really interesting, and really deep. In fact, the one I did last Friday was amazing. Uh, they'll be posted in about a week or so. But uh, let me know what you think about these. and And if you can tell, really what level we're getting to now. It's getting nuanced, you know, at this perspective, things move faster. And then when you hold on to judgment or you hold on to limiting beliefs, manifestation events come quickly. If you'd like to know how to process the manifestation event and all the work that we do in courses, the courses are really an experience. And it's wonderful to listen to this, read the books, watch the videos, all that stuff. But words don't really teach. It's experience that teaches. So Joshua has set up these courses that you can go through and you emotionally anchor the concepts throughout doing the experience. It's intense. You know, the bootcamp is really intense. The basic training is a little easier, but they're very in-depth and they are created in a way that emotionally anchors the information into your body. That's what makes the difference. There's nothing like this anywhere else. We've had thousands of people go through the courses. They're unlike anything you've ever seen before. If you want to learn which courses for you and what they're all about, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. We have the basic training and the boot camp starting April 10th. So there's still plenty of time. And uh, I'd love to talk to you and tell you all about. So send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and we'll get together. And remember to like, subscribe and all that wonderful stuff you do. Leave a comment, that'd be awesome. All right, have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. Bye.